Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this is a weekly show that brings you the most interesting content in InfoSec, technology, and humans. The idea is to curate around three to five hours of weekly reading into a 15 to 30 minute summary. The goal is to have you caught up on current events, tell you about the best content from around the web, and hopefully give you something to think about as well. You can get the companion newsletter with all the show notes and links at danielmesor.com newsletter. Okay, welcome to episode 76. I'm going to start with InfoSec news. Don't forget to turn up the speed if uh, that works for you. So Verizon put out its DBIR report for 2017. Some of the key findings, 73% of attacks were financially motivated. 75% of attacks were tracked down to external attackers, which I thought was interesting because that means one quarter are insider attacks. Is Is that what they're saying? Email was number one malware delivery mechanism, which uh, passed web drive-by from last year. And half the attacks used malware. Probably gonna try and do a full analysis of the report when I get some time. Chipotle is investigating a credit card breach around the times of March 24th to April 18th of this year. United States Air Force is launching a bug bounty as part of the Defense Department's continued exploration of community outreach. So happy that this is one of the things that did not stop when uh, Trump came into office. WikiLeaks says the CIA is embedding web beacons into documents to see how they are leaked, who opens them, etc. And it's using a tool called Scribbles, and WikiLeaks has a whole write-up on it. And evidently, the CIA is getting quite upset with WikiLeaks, and a number of government groups are looking at possibly prosecuting them. The NSA is no longer allowed to surveil Americans without a warrant who mention a foreign intelligence target. This is also a major upgrade to privacy that uh, happened while Trump was in office, which uh, a lot of people were surprised by it. Number of fake gaming guides have infected 2 million Android users through Google Play Store. And Google and Facebook lost $100 million in a phishing scheme. Basically, someone masqueraded as a fake Asian-based manufacturer and basically had them pay for some sort of product or service and uh, got both of them to the tune of $100 million. New York is looking at technology that could be used by police to determine whether a car crash was caused by texting while driving. And what's troubling is the software is being uh, developed by Celebrate, which is the Israeli company that sells phone hacking software. So it sounds like they're uh, pushing into another market. Someone stole the upcoming season of Netflix's Orange is the New Black and they tried to sell it in a, well, they tried to get ransom for it. And then when they didn't get their ransom, they released it to the internet. Interesting target, a popular TV series. Researchers have found that adding noise to images can confuse Google Cloud's vision API. Technology news, Taser is heading into the crime prediction market. 
plans to use its campaign of free body cameras, which I talked about a couple episodes back. So they're going to use those free body cameras for real-time facial recognition. So they're basically becoming a computer vision company with millions of police streaming data into their cloud and then returning various probabilities for like, is this person going to attack me or whatever? I talked about this a while back. I believe there's a there's a city in California to the east of the Bay Area. It might be Fresno where they already have this kind of like crime prediction stuff for officers. So they have like ratings of like, is someone likely to be violent and that kind of thing. This is what happens when you hook up machine learning to computer vision. Amazon's Echo Look is a camera accessory that you control with your voice. So it's Amazon, it's like an Echo, but it's called a Look. So it's an Amazon Look or an Echo Look. Not sure the naming is so great, someone at AWS, but uh, it's basically you have this thing, you, you go in front of it once you're dressed, not while you're not dressed, ideally. But uh, you get in front of it you, and you rotate. You actually activate it with your voice and then you rotate and it, and it looks at you from all these different angles. And you could actually upload it to a social function where people rate the outfit or whatever and give you advice. So they're basically getting into personal fashion with their Echo devices. Fascinating. China's Tencent, Alibaba, and Baidu are total complete tech powerhouses, and it's really time for the Valley and others to start taking notice. I think the Valley already is, at least at the top tiers, but a lot of people who are into tech don't realize how powerful these companies are and how forward thinking they are with like various shopping, pur purchase, like economic models, and definitely their social. Like China is just killing us on social and mobile integration of digital purchasing, AI chatbots, all kinds of stuff. An artificial womb successfully gave birth to baby sheep. Live streaming in China is becoming a new form of entertainment. Got a link to that. Google has adjusted its search ranking algorithm in attempt to filter fake news. And serverless is coming. DevOps will not be the same when you don't have servers, when it's all serverless. So this will be interesting to watch and see how that evolves. Human news. Exercise keeps the mind sharp in people over 50, according to a new study. This is really interesting. They found that aerobic exercise improved the cognitive functions of thinking, reading, learning, and reasoning, while Weight training improved the executive functions of memory, planning, and organizing. A Twitter employee making $160,000 a year convincingly describes how he broke, how broke he is because he lives in San Francisco. Quite a depressing piece and very true. American Airlines raised flight attendant and pilot salaries to make them more competitive with Delta and United. And Wall Street basically tanked their stock. And in fact, American Airlines has taken more damage to their stock because they raised salaries for flight attendants and pilots than United took for beating up a passenger. That should 
be some sort of indication. I, I don't know what it is, but it's not good. Exploration of the doggo language phenomenon. This is one of the memes that I just love. It's, it's similar to like cat speak, but it's for dogs and it resonates with me very strongly. You should check that out. A list of book recommendations from TED 2017 speakers. I haven't looked at this yet, but I can't wait to. It's already open in a tab. Cassini's Stunning Images of Saturn. And Why Economic Mobility is Becoming So Difficult. And the final article I have in here is A Woman with Perfect Pitch Listens to a Musician Play His Own Songs on Piano so that they could be saved. Why did she have to play them? Because he can't remember how to play them anymore himself. This is a uh, extremely special article. Ideas. In 2008, I wrote a long piece called Life Casting and How It Will Change Society. And I just read it again after reading all this live streaming stuff out of China. And I think it holds up uh, decently well. You should check it out. You know what I want? I want a concise 1,000 word argument for why climate change is obvious. So I could do this for evolution. I could do it for God not being real. I could do it for free will being an illusion. Why is it so hard to do it for climate change? I already believe the science, but it shouldn't actually require this much belief. My best argument for it right now is actually XKCD's piece on it, which I link here. It's just hilarious. It's like this long scrolling image of like temperature changes and like all the things happening in the world at the time. But it's an embarrassment to the field that XKCD has basically got the best argument on it. So if you know of a clean, updated, concise argument that leaves no question about this, definitely point me to it. So we can use RF to see through walls. We can use AI to tell us what RF is seeing. So you combine these two things and you have mixed augmented reality glasses or lenses. We're basically completely in the future. And I've got a couple of links here. Really fascinating stuff because, so they're basically using RF, uh, Wi-Fi to see through walls now. So the buildings becomes transparent and you can see people, you can see what they're doing. You have separate technology, which I'm not necessarily saying you could link at this point or maybe even in the future. Pretty sure you can in the future. But there's separate technology that scans you and can tell what your temperament is. You know, obviously the whole game there is prediction. But if you're doing that through walls and your interface is, you know, mixed reality or augmented reality glasses, just think of what rich people will have, right? You'll be able to see through things. This is what I talked about in my book, right? I think one of the links is actually the book. But if you're rich and you have access to these APIs that give you this, this vision into things, you're just going to have such an advantage. You're going to know when people are lying to you because you're going to have a constant readout of you know, their voice, of their facial expressions, of their heart beating. You're going to have, you can be able to see behind you, behind them, see through them. It's ridiculous. Exciting stuff. And uh, wrote a quick little fun piece, uh, why you should be using more emoji. And this is a 
actually a strong argument for how to stay sharp, how to stay agile, how to stay current, and uh, basically adopt this new type of language, which is emoji. Discovery, Burp released a mobile assistant, which is a new tool for doing uh, testing of iOS apps. You have to install it on a jailbroken device, but it helps you man in the middle, helps you do uh, a bunch of stuff more effectively. There's a Forrester paper here on the state of vulnerability management. Got Countercept's double Pulsar script has been updated. So it not only detects, but it can also uninstall malware when it finds it. Schneier does a really cool piece of analysis here on the NSA and CIA leaks. U.S. Army has got some advice here on how to deal with drones, basically counter drone methodologies. Some additional analysis of the DBIR report showing major differences in attacks across various industries. Copycat, a universal man-in-the-middle web server. SSH scan and SSH configuration and policy scanner. The A16Z podcast on QR, AR, and VR. Postal, a full-featured and open-source alternative to MailChimp slash SendGrid. Might have to switch to this at some point. Uh, it says you need to be really good with like Postfix, QMail, like all that stuff, which uh, I used to live that life for like 10 years, ran my own stuff, and it was super fun. Home Assistant, an open source framework for automating your home. And Security Monkey, monitor your AWS and GCP accounts for policy changes and alerts on insecure configurations. A couple notes. Um, well, this is a little bit late because I just gave the webinar, currently on my lunch break, but uh, gave an IOActive webinar on some observations and trends in InfoSec. And uh, the slides are going to be up shortly. And I bought some Ethereum. I talked about this last week. I uh, bought some Ethereum last week for $48. It's now at like $85. I haven't checked today. It might be even higher. And I just bought some more as well. Um, and I'm definitely not telling you to buy any because I don't know crap about investing. All I know is that I missed the Bitcoin thing. I don't want to miss this one. And I actually see that this is way more interesting than Bitcoin because it's not just a currency, but a protocol for handling all sorts of different interactions. But again, I'm not an expert in cryptocurrency. I'm not an expert in investing. So <clears throat> I'm just messing around with the stuff. I think it's super fascinating, the stuff that could be built on it. And a couple of the arguments in the A16Z podcast made me kind of want to get involved and I also have like this problem, which I'm worried is becoming a bias of like, miss the Bitcoin boat bias, which I'm trying to make sure that doesn't control my soul and make me buy too much. But anyway, finding that interesting. I had a buddy who basically said, oh, it's going to be 300 before the end of the year. So I don't know if it'll go that high, but I'm going to mess around with it. See, see what's up. And I'm currently reading the three body problem which is like the best science fiction book I've read in, I don't know, decade or two. It's just like true sci-fi, like unbelievably good. And I got the link to that. Recommendations. Remember that VPNs don't prevent the government from spying on you, especially if you're logging in 
at the resource that you're using, right? So they stop your ISP from seeing what you're doing. But if you get to the website that you use and you log in and the government goes to that company and says, hey, give me all your logs, like you didn't hide from really anyone except for your ISP. And if you only read one article this week, make it this one. And this is the same link as I told you before about that woman with perfect pitch who basically listens to songs from a guy who has Alzheimer's, who can't remember his own music. He has been writing his own music for decades. He's now, you know, so sick that he can't remember much of it. So he's just playing like parts of it in pieces. And she's staying with him and like extracting it from him and then playing it perfectly. And I won't ruin the end of it, but uh, this is just unbelievably remarkable story you should check out. And the aphorism for the week, all men are children. And if a woman understands that, a woman understands everything. Coco Chanel. See you next week. All right. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget that you can get the show notes for this episode, including the links to everything mentioned in the companion newsletter at danielmiesler.com slash newsletter. And if you like the show, please share it with a friend or on social media. I'll see you next time.